Hello and welcome to Off the Wall, the Off the Ball Game of Thrones uh, podcast. Uh, we're here with thanks to Discover Northern Ireland. And um, for more information, you can log on to discovernorthernireland.com and they have amazing Game of Thrones tours and that you should definitely do one of them. And um, you can get us on Spotify and on all Off the Ball social channels. I'm joined by Andy Lee, Tommy Rooney and Willow Callan, who all watched the episode last night. So I'll start with you, Wilson. Welcome. How are you, Steve? Hi, Andy. What, Hi, did, you, what did you think? Um, I thought it was definitely far less disappointing than it seemed Gendry was in bed with Arya, uh, first of all. Um, I thought, yeah, it was a pretty... I you went straight through that. Like. Yeah, I think it was probably the most memorable moment of the, of the episode, possibly, aside from maybe Brienne and Jamie. Uh, finally, it seems, uh, we're getting a conclusion towards their storyline as well. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, do you know what it reminded me a lot of the episode last night was the... Helm's Deep sections in the two towers of the Lord of the oh, Rings, yeah, yeah. where we spent almost the entire episode in one location, and it was all a setup towards the attack that's about to take place at Winterfell. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the episode, we, for the first time in a long time, we didn't actually move to King's Landing. Uh, so we got no progression in terms of the story with the Golden Company. Uh, we didn't see the White Walkers until the last 30 seconds of the episode. Mm-hmm. And we didn't see any of the Iron Islands plot, really, or any of Euron uh, throughout this episode. So it was very kind of centrally focused on Winterfell. Uh, but it meant that we had a lot of stories that kind of came together, including the Gendry and the Arya side of things. And I was delighted to see, finally, Brienne and Jamie um, coming together at the end of the episode as well, where she became a knight. And this kind of glorious moment, this woman who we met for the first time I think in the second season and the reason that she loved Renly Baratheon so much was he defended her when none of the men at court wanted to be with her uh, back on the island and now here she is with two men fighting over her mm. on the night before everyone might die so fabulous you kind of resonate with Tom don't you do you reckon yeah, well, wild, <laughs> what, kind of wildling wild guys well, kind of big big loose guys my dad actually yeah. looks like Tom does he yeah. that's yeah. why you fall yeah. after yeah yeah longish kind of viking kind of hair does he have the beard? Yeah, it's not ginger anymore though, it used to be ginger. Ah. No, he doesn't have the beard, no, he doesn't. He's the longest kind of hair. Get it dyed. Think out of a big horn. He might do. <laughs> that was the best, wasn't do it? Do I resonate with Tormund? Not really, but I like Tormund. Yeah. <laughs> I like Tormund. He's, uh, I think he's a great character. He's, he's brilliant. He's a brilliant character. Yeah, I actually decided actually last night that I wanted to take back something I said two episodes ago. <laughs> uh, I, I said. Think I get this off your it was, right it was, we were talking about the, the death chart here, and I said. Jorah Mormont, he's had his time, take him or leave him. I, I felt bad about it. I take it back. Yeah, I was really insulted you know about that. He's one of my yeah. favourites. I, I felt bad. Do you know what? Because I've completely rewatched the whole thing now. He's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. Jorah's gone. I know he's gone, but that's the thing. He's I felt gone. bad he's about great. it. Because, but he's not the only one that's gone. Like, that was us saying goodbye to Brienne and Jamie. That was us saying goodbye to maybe Tormund. Like, I think there's a lot of people going to be gone that's in the next episode. The whole episode was just a long yeah. goodbye. It was the last, the last supper. time the last these supper. characters before yeah. they, they die. It's the last time we'll see him in a full episode. What did you think of it? I thought it was a nice episode. I thought there was some good stuff. The Dan and Johnny revelation at the end was pretty good. Um, and it was nice just to spend time with us. And for once, there were some kind of fleshed out conversations. Mm. You know, there was a bit of time that, given. Yeah, there was yeah. a little bit of time given to things that weren't rushed over. Mm. Like some of it could have been longer, it could have been played like. Um, we'll go through it in a minute, we'll go through it scene by scene. But overall, I, re- I enjoyed it, mm. and it was a n- probably a nice send off for a lot of those characters to have a little bit of time, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. say goodbye to them. What about you, Sue? The initial reactions I know weren't great, were they? I was a bit disappointed. I feel like they've just been teasing us for so long, and I just felt like <laughs> it's kind of weird because the whole thing is happening within Winterfell. Mm. So you have, let's move from this room into this room, let's move from this room into this room, and it's kind of, mm. you're not getting an enough of anything else. Do you know what I mean? It, it kind of felt so self-contained that it didn't feel like it was moving yeah. fast. But when I look back and I was like, I, wrote, I basically wrote down every single thing that happened. 
And then when I was looking back, I was like, wow, there were a lot of big moments. Mm. Like you kind of just gloss over because you're like, where's the white walkers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of. I think. A, I think a second watch. A lot of yeah. two-handers with the scenes. You know, it was either like a combination of characters, one on one, and then might be joined by one one of the others. But just yeah, yeah. getting some. Which yeah. is something I I missed an awful lot in the last season. Like the last season was pretty action-centric when mm. we do yeah. a rewatch on yeah. it, and we lack these kind of character moments. And I'm glad they addressed some of the things, like Tyrion becoming more stupid. It's yeah. something they yeah. had to address at some point, because we had this character for the first five to six seasons who was almost infallible. Yeah. And there was and every decision yeah, he made, yeah. everything that he tried to do in terms of social mechanisms, everything worked for him. Yeah. And now he seems like a guy who's just desperately frustrated because everything he tries is just blown up in his face. Yeah, and yeah. I'm glad that the characters actually recognised that fact over the last e couple of episodes. Yeah. Even the fact that... Um, Sansa said that as well. It's like I used to think you were the smartest person around. Mm, it's twice they're now. Really two episodes. Yeah, they're really taking them down. Just, they? just on the pace of everything and the frustration that a lot of us feel, kind of watching these first two episodes, it's that we've been waiting for it for two years. I'm after watching it for the first time with somebody who'd never seen it before. Yeah. And Chief said, like, I just watched at the end of season seven and the the first episode of season eight consecutively for the first time. So that was what I expected. It kind of the pace was the same. It's yeah, just yeah, like another yeah, Game of Thrones episode. So we built it up so much. We were like, yeah. "Oh my God, it's back! It's the yeah. final season." But I think that's the, the kind of pace that it's been moving in for a little while. Like season seven was so hectic. Mm. I watched it back last week, and it's just like, yeah, "Oh my they, God, they how, did so how did that all happen? How did that all happen?" So it's a bit crazy. it was nice to actually have an episode like that. Yeah, yeah. just to catch up. Yeah, it's a bit um, of a symptom of the book as well because you know Benioff and Vice had no real choice but to move this direction because George R. R. Martin never got the books finished. Mm. He didn't even get the yeah, yeah. one finished before we got to this last season. So therefore, they have a very clear, I think, outline of where they get to the very end but they've had to kind of shoot everything forward. I think in an ideal world, you would have had another maybe two, three seasons where you could have played this out more slowly. Yeah. And therefore, I think we're just expecting there's going to be a battle at Winterfell. This is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I'm actually glad in a way that they've taken two episodes to get to here because I get the feeling the next episode's going to be a, a bit like maybe, you know, when the wall got attacked by the others? Mm -hmm. yeah. Where the entire episode is going to be focused on that or at least maybe half an hour of the 40, 50 minutes yeah. is going to be on that. So it's I'm glad we've had that space to breathe before that. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be longer the next episode, no? Yeah. 80 minutes apparently. The next three are going to be 80 minutes, yeah. yeah it's long. Okay. Um, let's break it down because I, I suppose the first thing that happens is Jamie coming back to Winterfell and you have, I felt like it was a Jamie episode for the first maybe 20 minutes. You have all of these interactions. What did you think of his encounter with Sansa and Danny? The trial of Jamie, I thought it was a little quick, but I, I would have, could have spent longer there, but I understand they have to move, this, move the show along. Um, yeah, it was very forgiving, wasn't it? it was I like, thought it was a pretty, pretty quick resolution. You know, Breen had to step up, and, and once she vouched for him, it was a given that... I think there was a little bit of a power play between Sansa, but Sansa giving him the first acceptance, you know, saying, OK, then you can stay straight away before confirming with Danny in jail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think she's trying to, like, it's like wrestling for control. But it was a good scene, well acted out, and it just moved the plot along, really, didn't it? You know, that was it. It was, didn't... Because when you, th I would have liked to spend more time there. Like when you look back to the trial yeah. Tyrion in King's Landing, that was that, that was, was dramatic. That was really that was dramatic. Scenes and it played out, and he had to really make cases. Yeah. For, um, but I, I, overall, it, it, it served its purpose. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I it served was a bit purpose. disappointed and moved a bit fast as well. What yeah. did you think of the thing with Bran? Yeah, like the key, the key was obviously Bran, mm. um, and I felt like there was a bit more humanity came back in the Bran in this episode. But like, yeah, he wasn't as creepy. Brand, he wasn't as yeah. he wasn't as creepy as it had been. But like, <laughs> you know, Bran could have obviously just said, oh, "He threw me out a window," and that would have been the end of it. But <laughs> he um, obviously Bran has got the uh, the long game in sight, and he's like, well, "You're gonna we, die anyway, mate. We you, may as well, uh, you may as well do yeah. a bit of." We interviewed him up in up in Belfast, and yeah. he said he he accepts everything. The, mm. 
Isaac Kemp's it right. He said that Bran as a character accepts everything that's happened to him now in order to be who he is. Yeah, but even then at the Weirwood Tree, when Jamie's saying to him, but what are you know, you're going to say, tell people afterwards? Mm -hmm. And Bran's like, well, is it going to be an afterwards for you? Yeah. Is it going to be an afterwards? I was like, for anybody. <laughs> for anybody, yeah. Jesus. But like, can I tell you what I thought was interesting about that whole thing was the silence of Jon Snow? Because he just doesn't get involved and he, he lets the two women have at it mm. and just kind of sits back and goes. But why was Jon Snow silent? Why? Because he had just been told that he was Aegon Targaryen and he's sitting there and like he gets up afterwards and he storms out, ignores the Queen, can't look her in the eye. He's avoiding her the whole episode. He's avoiding her the whole episode. I think, I don't think Jon Snow cares about Jamie there. He just has been told that he's the heir. He's the heir. But he's the heir to the Iron Throne. He's just been, I don't even know, does he cop it? No, we'll come back to that later. We'll come back to that later. We'll get around to it. But did he cop it before Danny said it to him, the year the year? Yeah, well, even... Sam said last week he's had this time to toss it over. We'll come back to that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about Tyrion. When Tyrion meets Jamie outside the walls and he's talking to him about Danny being any different, it feels like they're hammering that whole point home, isn't it? They really are. I mean, obviously they're setting up a conflict here very clearly, as we saw the scene where Sansa, in a couple of scenes time, where Sansa and for the first time you get to her and Danny actually having some private time together. hands. And then you put the hands away. The minute the idea of the North maybe not being part of the fold, straight away the hand is pulled away. I like the idea of you know Sansa now developing into a leader in and of herself yeah. she is yeah. the lady so do I I felt that was a misstep by Sansa she should have played nice with Daenerys until, until, until it was all resolved yeah. Yeah. and then met so? in the case for independence well, like, you and remember Yara yeah. Yeah, yeah you get more bees you know, you remember get, when she asked for the Iron Islands and yeah. Tyrion was like is this a good idea yeah but she's not demanding it she's asking for it as well. yeah and, and take and like be nice with Danny and, and play the game play the long game yeah. you know, I thought yeah. it was a bit of a misstep by Going up straight ahead to Hebwella. There was a lot of people stepping on Danny's toes in this episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Last guy really expected really to come to bat for Tyrion as well was kind of be Jorah Mormont, uh, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Sir, yeah. Sir Friendzone himself. Uh, <laughs> who probably could have put himself back into uh, a better position. Could Tyrion, the hand, yeah. Tyrion has never been weaker than at this point. He could yeah. easily have said, look, this, yeah. this guy's just not performing. Because Danny looks yeah. directly at him when she says, I'm going to have to find a new hand. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing with Tyrion, though, they're setting him up for a big comeback. There's so one or two things. It? It's either he's intentionally uh, foiling Danny by that he sided with Cersei and he's sided himself that I'm going to pretend to be Danny's mm. advisor and advise her badly and help Cersei out because yeah. that's my family. He's either doing that secretly, he's doing that, and he, he is clever, then he's letting on to me, or else they're setting him up for a big comeback that he's going to maybe save the day, that the one who's not expected. Because... Uh, they said in this episode, he said, I'll, I'll, I'll be on the battlements with, with Davos and I'll okay. give a signal. And Danny says, no, you'll be in the crypt, so we need you after mm -hmm. this. So I think he'll come good in the end. He has to. He can't. They can't allow him. There's, there's three themes that we've looked at in the last uh, three or four weeks. It was Sansa's character arc, Jamie's character arc, the kind of retribution, mm -hmm. and Tyrion, whether or not he's a traitor. And I think you saw Jamie's now has the chance to kind of end up as the good guy. He's going to die heroically, probably, um, if he does die. And Sansa now is, is moving into a position of power. We don't know yet whether Tyrion is a traitor. We don't know yet. Because like. yeah. when Jamie comes back at the very start and he says, her army's not coming, like he, as you said, he looks so stupid. Yeah. Is he that he stupid? Do you know who else is, is, is he that stupid? No. Faris. Hey, what is he even there for? He just stands there and watches. He hasn't yeah, done yeah. a thing all there was, there was one time in the background he's clapping. Do you remember that at one stage? What was Watch that for? It. It's typical virus, though, isn't yeah. it? He's just mm. picking up everything that's going on and he's going to come in with the most intelligent piece of information across the entire series. I just, I kind of expected Varys to be far more in Daenerys' mm. ear than he has been. Yeah. Ultimately, this is Varys' idea to put it, her back on the throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Well, that's true. Um, with, when Sansa talks to Danny and she goes out, I thought it was interesting in the scene with uh, Theon because Theon goes straight for Sansa. When is this like? When has this been played? When is the like? When has the, the roots of this romance been? Like they've had a couple, they of, had an episode together. together. Yeah. They escaped Winterfell did, together. Did you pick up a romance there? Did you? I don't know. I Definitely. Don't Even know. like in the montage at the end when uh, Podrick is singing and there's a bit of montage of preparation for the final battle. They, yeah. They're having soup together and the oh, courtyard, yeah. looking longingly at each other. And I think like that's not just like a friendship, I like thought, a, yeah, a brother and sister. They were the same age growing up. Yeah, he protects her, and that know. was it. But I thought it was brilliant the way he said, "Sansa, I would like to fight for you." And Daenerys is again. Sideline. Totally so many yeah. people Straight stepped on her toes in this episode. Yeah. She is going to explode. She She's going like, to self-combust. You could see how annoyed she was. She was just fuming. Like by the end yeah. of the episode, it's just going to blow over. But I love. I don't know if there's a romance there. I think she probably feels safe with Theon. He saved her, and he's probably not going to harm her in any way. Yeah, he can't. No, he can't. Yeah, it might be a bit too much for having Sarah, Sansa Anna and Arya. Um, in the same episode yeah, 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 yeah. All, all over like, so. yeah, when are we getting to that scene you can take the lead on that one <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there um, Sam and John that was a great scene have you told her so like I was talking last <laughs> week to you about this how I thought he was no you were saying that he didn't think he was going to tell her and he was going to just keep it to himself yeah. I didn't think he was going to tell her either he needs her as an ally he picked yeah. a good time to tell well, her as like, well didn't he talk yeah. about this the, like traditionally he's a Stark in some way because like only a Stark would reveal that at the worst possible time <laughs> like, yeah. you know oh by the way I, I'm usurping you you know what I mean yeah. Yeah, like yeah. here's the battle for Winterfell we need your dragons we need you we need the help of your armies but here once this is over I'm taking the throne kind of reminds me of the moment uh, with Cersei um, when he refuses to lie to her do you remember he could have lied yeah. to her and just said oh yeah yeah after the war I won't declare mm. and he just said I, I, can't, I can only honour one queen and everyone's like why didn't you lie <laughs> Just well, you lie. Why do you keep your mouth shut, John? It's where he's an adopted father-son. He is Ned Stark. <laughs> and he's unable to actually do that. So it gets into the, um, it gets into the argument. Is it like, is it your environment or is it your genetics that shape you? You know, as a person, it makes you who you are. It's kind of boring. What were you going to say? I just wonder as well if I was Daenerys Targaryen's solicitor on this, I'd probably have a fairly <laughs> decent shout in claims small court in Westeros in terms of who's the actual heir here, uh, because technically, didn't Jon Snow give up? all his uh, rights and privileges towards inheriting a title <coughs> when he joined the Night's Watch, the Night's Watch. Oh, he and he's also smart. died since so he's no longer Aegon Targaryen in a way oh, that's uh, like when, when has he actually been rebirthed like remember that scene where he's told to you know kill the boy and become the man yeah given that he was always Aegon Targaryen yeah. has he not died as Aegon Targaryen then but from a certain perspective Mm, but he, I don't see him as being the person who he's the prince that is promised that's not necessarily going to be the person on the Iron Throne is what mm. I always assumed it was going to be yeah. did you think that? I'm wondering if Jamie is going to be a Zora High now really? yeah that he will eventually kill the Night King you think he's the prince that was promised? If, yeah, if he's the Valonqar as well if he oh, will kill Cersei with, with Heartsbane oh my god Lightbringer Night King next Oh my god! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, how long have, you, have you just yeah. thought of this it's, right now? No, no. It's just it's, it's been around for a while, yeah. but now I'm just thinking how it's playing out. You know, well, he's a little he's a little brother just by mm. a few minutes because he was mm. the second twin that was born. Yeah. So there's always been that possibility. There's also been that kind of theory out there that um, Jamie's meant to die in the arms of the woman that he loves. Yes. That could now turn out to be Brienne really? as opposed yeah. to being Cersei. But what do you think about mm. Jamie saying to Brienne, "I'm not the fighter I used to be, but I will look, gladly fight under you." Surely Jamie is a is a, he's a great general. Like he's a he's a yeah, he's a commander. He's a general. Yeah. Like he's he's always he's stormed the twins. He, he you know he's had a high garden. He's, he's, a plan, he's yeah. A strategic planner. You need him on the other on the other flank. He's too too valuable to be just 
taking orders yeah. from Brian, you know. But it's just going to be that. It's just just for the dynamic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Between them two. Um, Do you think that's gonna? And the way we think it's going to end, though. I think Brian. I th I still think there's a thing where they love each other, but nothing. Well, happen they can't there. say it. They what about Thorman? When does Thorman get oh. his <laughs> chance? That whole no. Scene that that entire scene from when Tyrion and Jamie sit in the room to everyone joining in, Davos coming in, Brian, Pod, and them all sitting around in the song is brilliant. It was Great. the best scene yeah. in the entire episode. It was so good. I hope it doesn't go romantic. Just purely from the point of view, I think Brian is metaphorically Jamie's opposite in a way. Yeah. And I remember she's she named a sword. He's meant to be the oath keeper now. He's not meant to be the oath breaker. Um, you know, those kind of lovely little moments we've had where, like, Jamie's looking at Tarth as they're on the way down to Dorne. Mm. And he just has that kind of moment where he's reminded of her. And just you look at the way that he looks at her and how much respect he has for Brienne. Yeah. She stands for everything that he wants to stand for. You know, Jamie's always wanted to uphold everything. But as he said, when he kills the king originally, the whole idea was it was conflicting... Um, orders coming to him. It was like, mm. protect the innocent, but at the same time, protect your king. Yeah. What do I do? Do I protect my father? Do I protect the mad king? And he's always tried to uphold that, and I think that's always been important. For him. So he's always looked at that book and said, where are Jamie Lannister's yeah, great deeds in the book? Yeah, yeah. And maybe this is the chance for him to write those pages, and maybe Brienne he sees as being key to allowing him to do that, more so than this being a romantic relationship. Because I know we'll talk about it in a few minutes, but for me, the idea of Arya Stark saying, this might be my last night in the world, Gendry, come on over and let's get together, just yeah. felt different and uh, I think George R. R. Martin would definitely write Brienne and Jamie in a different way to the way that the showrunners have written yeah. Arya and Gendry. That, that Arya scene when I was watching, so I read an article about it this morning, when she read that script she thought it was a joke. Really? Yeah, yeah, like Maisie Williams was like, no this isn't going to happen and they went, oh we're not joking about season 8. So she genuinely thought it was a whole joke and they asked her how much nudity she wanted to do in this, the episode herself and she decided what level she wanted mm. to go to but it still had a feeling of, she's a Child? She so young. Yeah, she's it's 22 technically. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look this up. She's one year. No, it was a bit contrived. A little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even eight. in a book, she's even younger. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I like, there was a couple of things. I, well, what interesting. The scars on her abdomen, like, though I don't remember getting those. Mm. You yeah. know, she was stabbed by the rape. Ramos when she was stabbed. She was stabbed by the rape. But That's what these were like. They were here. Quotes. So is she, is she the rape? Is she? You know, is she wearing her face? Is oh. she really? It could be. It could just be a little hint that this is not actually Arya. But one thing that made me believe it was Arya, or something that I thought was nice about the whole thing, was that when she did eventually take off this kind of armor, faceless man, ninja warrior suit mm. she's wearing, she had her small clothes or her underclothes. They were similar to what she wore when she was a child, when she was running around King's Landing yeah, pretending yeah, to be yeah. a boy, mm. and. Uh, it was like she was almost coming back to herself a little bit, like you know. It was a bit more yeah, I thought that she, like, I'm hoping that she will rediscover herself again as this as this season progresses, that she will find herself again, and maybe that was a little part of that. I don't know. I still feel a bit weird about it. Yeah. What about no. at the end when there's like the <laughs> no. other you know, montage again when Todd was singing and she's like they're in the, the lane. Yeah. Yeah. She's like. Yeah. <laughs> I should have went up to Pod's room. <laughs> <laughs> um, it goes into that scene as well where, uh, is this because you had the thing about Sir Jorah? 
because I loved that scene between him and Sam and Sam. Oh, that was fantastic. I mean, yeah, I really yeah, yeah. welled up. I thought it was brilliant. And I it was kind of just, did as well a little it's bit. It's full yeah. circle, isn't it? It really him? is. Like, I just, I think Sir Charles is just this great character and Sam handed that sword to him. It's just a perfect yeah. moment. I, I underestimated him. I, I don't think I paid enough, <laughs> I don't think I paid as much attention the first, you know when you watch it the first time, you don't really yeah. care. And I watched him the second time and I was like, do you know what, I, I actually like Sir Jorah. I actually like him. great. He's a perfect part for him, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's so good. Yeah. And um, that scene with Sam as well, it's just fantastic. Oh, it's just lovely. Yeah. It's the way it's meant to end, like. But what do you think, because in the back of my head I was just thinking, it's the Tarly sword, he's given it to Sir Jorah, but we still have that over and back between Sam and Danny, and I don't think Sam buys into the whole Danny thing. But I know, and I actually think Danny, do you know what Danny said? Who told you? So Your that's best friend. I was thinking that the last time, I was like, did, did Sam pick the wrong time to tell John here? But yeah. I suppose he had to tell him then. Yeah. And I think she thinks that, you know, it's, it's, so it's not true. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's your little brother and your best friend yeah. telling yeah. you this. Yeah, yeah. but um, even even the scene, sorry, with Sir and Sam, the Leanna Mormont uh, Sir a bit before that was oh, kind of was funny br- too. It was funny. You were waiting for that for so long. And I you, thought they would have built it up. You skipped, I felt the, like you skipped the Shireen bit as well. That was a, that was a really know, powerful, really Sir, powerful Sir Davos scene. Davos Sir Davos is giving soup. Yeah, I, yeah. I really, I really like that. But as well, that that really amazing. subtle moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that little yeah, girl was lovely. amazing actress. Whoever yeah. she is, like, she yeah. Was, yeah. was so powerful. You know, it really kind of embodied who Shreem was. And I like that. We got to see some of the small folk and how it's impacting them. Like your man getting the soup. I'm not a soldier, sir. He's like, yeah. what am I doing here? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with a sword. It's like, here, get up with them. Yeah. And I, like, you know what I mean? Get I, I fought in the Battle of the yeah. Bastards at these, yeah. these grounds and I'm still here, you know? Um, and uh, seeing some of the kids as well gives the idea that there might be something beyond this battle as well. Because we are expecting people to be cut down in their droves. Uh, but one thing no one seems to be preparing for is what happens afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Some people are thinking afterwards. about it. Yeah, <laughs> Varys. That's probably why we're not seeing Varys. Varys is standing back. He's going. Yeah, yeah. I'll be in the crypt, uh, sitting down, taking it easy. Yeah. Um, let's get to the scene then, Danny and Jon Snow, because I felt like it was just getting to that all the way through it, and it was like, when are you going to tell her? So, like, that's how perfect was the setting, though. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have a choice, and I don't think he's able to lie. So when she asked him, he put it out straight out. But I loved her reaction because it tells us everything we need to know about Daenerys. She doesn't care about John. All she cares about is the Iron Throne. Yeah, yeah. she was like no? bullshit. No, that's not true. <laughs> her face contorted. Oh, yeah. She's going to start combust. So angry. Sometimes uh, her acting and really a crack. I knew you were going to say it. It's a bit too much, isn't it? Yeah, hammed up a little bit. I don't know. Um, really? What, I think you would think that, lose it. Was like, that your, would that not be your genuine reaction? I don't know. I if you've been less that is more, less is more. <laughs> a lot of times, you know. If you've been that single-minded your whole life to get from where she was, being so lost to the, it's a combination of things. You know, all of that what we said before, like everyone's challenging her authority, and she's actually coming here to help these people. Yeah, mm. you know, that is so, a big thing as well. Yeah, so I. Like, but it's it's a great. Uh, it was a good revelation. It was a good reveal, wasn't it? I, I liked it. Was a good it. reveal, you know. It came straight out. And how you how we actually explained it? Do you think it was a good reveal? I thought it was a great reveal, but I just, I definitely feel like the way it cut out as well, and you kind of get the impression that the two of them are going off to get the dragons. That because mm. just when you, it's coming up to the wall, there's something about to happen. But I, it made me dislike her more. I'm disliking her more and more every episode. And I used to really root for her because she was the woman who was going to make it to the Iron I Throne. I thought she came back a little bit this time in this episode. Did you? Yeah, I, got, I think she... Trying with Sansa. Well, trying with Sansa. Do you know that was fake? I thought so. Like she, I, I was watching her and I literally went, there she is, playing her. And then yeah. Sansa went, and what about the North? And the and hand. The hand recoils the, the second she mentioned changed. the North. Like, yeah. She knows what she's doing. No? Mm. Do you, did you say you liked yeah. Daenerys? 
Um, yeah, I do. I mean, I think it's, it's been interesting because obviously for most of us for about 10 years now, we've always speculated what was going to happen when R plus L equals J is yeah. eventually addressed yeah. in the show. And now we've had it from probably three or four different perspectives. Like, obviously, it was glad that, that they revealed it through the flashback, so it was guaranteed as opposed to at least we have more information maybe than any of the others other than Bran Stark about what's actually Sam. happened. Because yeah. Sam is having to deal on, on Bran being the confirmation and what he's yes. read about. Yeah. Obviously, the others are going on second-hand information from... You know, a boy who's essentially a tree, and also Sam, who's his best mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah already. True. So we're at least aware that R plus L equals J is correct, first of all. Yeah. And then we've had to deal with different characters having to process this information. And I think they made a good decision by making it you know, just at a moment where it seemed far from important that he tells Danny at that stage because they they know that the walls are about to get stormed so there's no time to actually dwell over this because yeah. as Andy was saying earlier they avoid each other for the entire episode up until this point but he avoids her and John, John, John avoids Danny processing the information do you see Harlan Reed in the show I don't I confirmation I think we probably should probably but I'm the only man I've been around since Mira Reed left I kind of always assumed we were going to meet Harlan Reed in adult form up until the point that Bran just let her walk away maybe yeah. I think we do probably need a little confirmation. Yeah. It's the only, only guy who can testify to the fact that it, it's the truth. It, there's not a lot to go on, is there? When you think not about it, really. when she said it, I was like, oh, it is just Bran's vision. Well, yeah. well, the 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 remember, yeah, Gilly reads it in the book, yeah. Citadel. It's one person's point of view. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. What do you think about, well, the plan for the Battle of Winterfell, when they were in the kind of strategy room, that they would draw the Night King to, to Bran? To oh, Bran. Well, I think finally, we found out what they want. Sam... Samuel ah, right, an endless yeah. The question we yeah. went to know, what do the White Walkers want? Yeah. And they want Bran. They want to wipe out humanity. Yeah, wipe out humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wipe out his memories. That's yeah. what they were meant to do by the children of the forest. They were actually bred to kill everyone. So they're just fulfilling what their purpose is. That's what I always thought it was going to be. Purely strategy-wise? What, what do you do when you get what you want? When you have everything you ever wanted, what do you do? Rule. Well, so who's he going to rule? He's going to be sitting there on the Iron Throne, the Night King just. What's he doing for all this time? <laughs> Nothing to resurrect. <laughs> <laughs> What's he been doing up to now, though? He's just been chilling in the knot, hasn't he? I yeah, but know. he's been doing the same thing. He's been doing there in Rome. Do you think they have any culture? <laughs> like, been, he's probably been. Do the Walkers have any culture? Like, they, like they obviously. Party. They got clothes, so they got some sort of. I they can communicate. On them when they died, though. They can communicate. <laughs> Uh, you, they can communicate, yeah. can't they? In the remember, they remember the screech? Yeah. Um, what, what did you make of the strategy was? Uh, two strands to this. Uh, first of all, I, I wonder why the White Walkers are actually coming forward. Obviously, Bran is speculating somewhat here. Uh, it's very clear that the dragons being born and Craster's Keep were the two moments that brought the White Walkers really back to the fore here. And the moment that Sam's, you know, baby Sam was denied to the White Walkers appears to be the moment they decided to assault. Yeah. So I just kind of wonder. It's interesting that baby Sam is still in Winterfell mm. and is going to be in the crypts. I think, though, and this is just my thought ahead of episode three, and I have watched The Looking Forward, which we're going to talk about in a bit, mm. I reckon that the Night King doesn't go to it. I agree. I reckon he's going elsewhere. This is I, think, I think when we hit that scene, yeah. and when the hoof hits the ground, yeah. and it goes up and you're thinking, oh, it is the Night King, it's not the Night King, no. and you're like, the Night King is not there. Yeah. The, biggest, the biggest thing that I saw that, that, make, that might be true that there was no snow. There was it wasn't there wasn't a cloud of frost. There wasn't any. He brings the winter. He does, yeah. And it, there was no snow, even in the preview that we'll look at now. So yeah. where's he going, King's Landing? 
Probably. That's, that's it. Definitely that, to open up two that's the theory that he Do you remember at the end of season seven when Jamie leaves Cersei and he hops on the horse yeah, and there was, was snow falling just as like King's Landing? It's pretty summery down there still, isn't it? Yeah, but there was the first drops of snow in, in, in King's, King's Landing, Landing, you know? And we see it just remember the Night King can move very quickly because he has he's the Darien. Yeah, he's on the dragon as well. And as well, I know you guys were saying it last week, there's a lot of mentions about the amount of people who live in King's Landing in season seven. Mm. How many people live here again, Tyrion? Right. There's over a million. So yeah, like, point. and John mentions it two or three times. So like, I actually do think it's going to happen. But I think Bran you're right. Not well, know that. What we saw from Belfast. But see, Bran hasn't seen a few things. I'm looking back. There's yeah. been a few things that Bran hasn't actually like, seen. I I just presume that Bran would know where he's moving. Mm. Like if he knows the White Walkers are like whenever he's like, we don't have time for this. He's he kind of Google without the Googler though. <laughs> in terms of like Bran can see things both yeah. forward and back yeah. but he almost needs someone to interpret things I wonder if they put a deliberate limit onto Bran because otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it becomes a big problem because you have someone who literally has the script in their hand if, it's, if Bran has the ultimate power but, but yeah. someone has to make sense of things for Bran also yeah. do you know any of the times that he wargs into Raven and it goes towards the Night King the second the Night King locks eyes on him he turns around and goes mm. so is he getting that close to the Night King so do you think Bran knows that the Night King is not going to be there on purpose so he's trying to take down Winterfell himself. Like, and Bran's the Night King or has some connection with the Night King. Oh, I, really oh, I, don't, I really hope not. That's well, he's the one that says, you know, he knows where I am all the time. I got the mark. I got the mark, yeah. He was like, <laughs> I got the mark. He's <laughs> <laughs> so casual with it, wasn't he? Yeah. But maybe, like, maybe he sees the bigger picture. He can see the whole thing in, in, all at once and that he knows that these things have to happen. That maybe they, if, if, they, if they stop the Night King going to King's End and then they won't defeat Cersei, that maybe he'll see that... Everything is playing out exactly how it should. Yeah, you know, yeah. We just well, all have to play our part. Yeah. Um, what about these guys? Do you d- agree with these? I've got a death list here. Okay. Characters I think will die. You're going to put them up here, no? Breen. Gone. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah where is Breen? I think a lot of these guys that where we sent had these little touching moments with. Here she is. I think she's probably had a satisfactory end she's, of her story. She's gone. Put her list here, right? All right. Theon. Bang. Gone. Dead. Gone. Jorah. Dead. Dead. Hound. Dead. You think the hound's gone? Oh, no, no. I thought the hound, the hound was hilarious. Not questionable. Great, is that green one? Definitely gone. Oh, he gave us kiss Missandei. He kissed Missandei. We don't have all of them here, but Davos, possibly. I'm putting him here. Okay. Um, and you reckon everyone else? Podrick's gone. Bri- you reckon yeah. Podrick's gone? Where is Melisandre, by the way? Tormund's gone. Ed's gone. She's what still, do you still in Essos, isn't she? She said she meant to come back one more time, but... Yeah. yeah. Do you think those guys... Well, do you agree with yeah, any of those? Yeah, I think most of them No, not Jamie. Think Jamie has another episode left? Jamie looks... You think he's going to watch yeah. Brienne dying? I think one <laughs> of them... I think Brienne might save his life, yeah. yeah. Okay. And Saker or... And who's Theon going to save before he does? I don't know. See, he's, he's in the preview shooting some arrows, so he's a he's pretty good archer too, so... He's meant to be protecting Bran in the Godswood. Yeah. But I would imagine nearly everyone who was at that fire place at the end of the Like, day. we have this room of the best <laughs> warriors in the kingdom. <laughs> Knights of the Vale, Dothraki, Bloodriders. I'll defend Bran. Like, he's the biggest asset we have, but me and the Ironborn, yeah. a bunch of reavers, like a bunch of like, <laughs> we'll hide villagers, the bushes. And, and Fionn with no hands, like with no fingers. Like, how is, what's... The least trustworthy man probably <laughs> in the show. <laughs> like, uh, Poor Theon. He'll never get the same uh, character act as Jamie, no matter what he is. No, yeah. no. He's just, he's just such a coward. I still don't forgive him for those butchers, boys. But he's still a coward. That's the problem. One more thing I have to... I really like the Florence Welch inclusion and the end credits and the song that Pod sang over it. I thought it was done really well. Mm. What did strike me, though, was it kind of looked like Titanic at one point. 
when they were doing the thing over the beds and stuff it was kind of like that oh here's all the people that are going to die oh, but mm, i yeah. did i did think it wrapped it up really nicely actually it will be very much on the nose if everyone who appears in that montage dies that's what well, i was, you know that's what i was thinking it was showing us Mm, so that was Sam, Gilly and Sam. Sam, Gilly and Baby Sam, yeah. Sansa Theon, yeah. Arya Gendry, Missandei Greywam, Jorah. I have a feeling Arya's going to be gone, you know. I think someone bigger than this has to die in the next Yeah, there has to be someone big gone. They're, all, they're all secondary characters. I think Arya lasts a little while until she gets to use this two-ended staff that she's about to get from Gendry. <laughs> they can't build that up over two episodes that they're actually building it, it and then not use it. Yeah, we have to see it, it work. I've seen people make the point, though, that she's not built for the... The open field fighting. She's a little ninja. She is. She's an assassin. She's not really. You see her running down the halls uh, in the crypts. Fear. But is she leading somebody like she led the Wraith in Bravos? You know, she could be leading somebody to a trap. Mm. You know, who who like so many ideas of who that is chasing and who would actually make her so that so afraid like that. And obviously, the prospect of the dead and the crypts rising again. Yeah. Mm. Could be somebody she knows. You know. You'd imagine that so the third episode we know it's gonna be rooted in Winterfell, yeah, this we'll battle in Winterfell. Yeah. We know it's gonna be rooted there. Mm. Are we gonna get a glimpse at the very, very end of Cersei Euron and the Night King down in King's Landing? Is that what we think is gonna happen or what, what do we think? That's what I think. It would be gone. pretty big if there's two full episodes without any progression in, in Yeah. King. I think yeah. You have to have well, my, the, episode. My, the episode might open with a bit of King's Landing or would end with a bit of King's Landing. But huge chunk's going to be the battle, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And the Golden Company are the kind of great unknown in all this as well. Yeah. There's always been that suspicion that the Golden Company might turn on Cersei. They might break a contract. And yep. it, there's a big thing about them not breaking the contract, but I think they might. There's two reasons I think they might break the contract. One, uh, she might run out of money because uh, the Iron Bank aren't particularly interested in being paid back in big installments like they were when effectively all the money was stolen by the Lannisters yeah. uh, just to pay it off in one go. They like interest, so they want it over a longer period of time. Yeah. So the Iron Bank could back someone else, which is still a possibility. It's always looming. And the other idea is that the Golden Company might find out that John is the rightful king and could just decide to maybe turn on Cersei at that point as well. Oh, I think she's so I think they're, they're a big one. 20,000 troops, which is going to be a lot when you consider how many people are getting mowed down in the next episode. An elephant. Do you think um, we get a scene like Lord of the Rings when everything is lost and Melisandre uh, turns up with the red hand and saves the day? I think happen. she has an important part to play. She's coming from somewhere, isn't someone she? Has she to really break, someone has to break a siege. Mm. Yeah. Because it's unlikely that Winterfell... Like You would imagine with the kind of amount of people that the dead are coming with at the moment, even if the Night King's not among them, you would imagine that a siege will eventually have to be broken by somebody. Yeah. You don't just hold up. It's and always easier to, to, to defend even a small stronghold than tend to it, isn't it? It's always easier to defend it. Mm. But in, in that in that scene in the Battle of the Bastards, when they're all being squashed, and you think you're like, where is this going to come from? Like you, you know, when the lads are in up the north and they're beyond the wall, that Daenerys is going to arrive the dragon. Like yeah. that's coming. Like, but I didn't see the Knights of the Vale coming. Yeah, I didn't see them coming. So who's going to who's going to arrive at the very end of the episode? Do you think that's in? She might say more. I haven't considered um, that beforehand. Let's take a look, quick look at uh, the teaser for episode three. The most heroic thing we can do now is look the truth in the face. The Night King is coming. The dead are already here. I didn't. That didn't tell me anything. First of all, I couldn't see the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I was like this. So I looked dark. at the screen and then I looked at my phone and I still couldn't make half of it out. All I know, I think they're just teasing us. 
big battle. Everyone that's, dies. That's, that's what they've been doing the whole time, isn't there's it? Not, there's probably nothing they can show us from the third episode, is there? No sign of the Night King. Although we did yeah. see Danny. I don't, it looks like it's Danny on a dragon. Mm. It looks like it's um, Drogon. I love the way um, you watch something and Andy watches it and you're like, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Then you see, like, I don't know, Fionn with the arrows, which is interesting because he's possibly protecting Bran. Brienne in attack mode. And it looks like John and Daenerys are on the high ground looking down at Winterfell. So they've obviously maybe detached. Maybe they want to draw them like, I don't know, hmm. maybe they're looking, but they're still having a conversation, it seems, that about the succession and who's the yet to the front. And then Danny yeah, cuts in and says, The dead are already us, here. You know, so. mm. um, look, it's, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for here. This is. I still have this overwhelming Eight seasons. There's a big twist coming that we haven't seen. Like we're yeah, talking about the, and I, I, I really feel like there's something that none of us well, have noticed. Tommy yeah. might have hit it on the head when he said that the Night King won't be there yeah. to take King's Landing. And maybe all of us are kind of being blindsided because we've, we're waiting for this episode of Winterfell, the Winterfell battle, the battle of Winterfell has been teased so We're much. waiting for episode three for a long time. Yeah. But what if, it's, what if the Winterfell battle is, is not really a big battle? What if the characters make it out? What if the battle is really in Stop King's it. Landing? With the million mm. White Walkers. Mm. And it's a, it's, a, it's a home run for the Night King. He just walks in, burns them all. Jesus. Does Cersei escape? Cersei though? gets some... Does she, she escape? Frightened down, she? Does she become the, the Night Queen? Does he resurrect her? Jesus, the lad be a This is a whole other... I'm getting chilled here listening to Andy talking. <laughs> so many for, like, permutations. I still think there is something like that, because if you think about it, it's episode three, we've still got three to go. Something, some big twist is going to come in this episode. Three. Still got three to go. It's still four, over four hours to go. Yeah. It's not enough time. Ah, not is. enough time. Do you think there's enough time? Yeah. Oh, oh my well, God. We need it now. We need to move on with our lives. <laughs> we, we do, don't we? I just need to put this to bed. <laughs> so what are we saying? What's, what's your prediction then for what happens next? Try and, break, try and talk, talk us through a minute, in a minute, what you think is going to happen. In episode next. three? Yeah, in, in the next episode, what do you think is going to happen? I think you're right. I think the Night King isn't there. I think he's gone down to King's Landing. I think he's going to take the Iron Throne. But I wanted to, John, we know that John goes to King's Landing. We've seen some leaks, possibly, no spoilers. We've seen leaks that he could possibly have gone to King's Landing. Why has he gone to King's Landing? We thought maybe somebody had kidnapped Sansa. You've leaked, just leaked it. Now you just no, spoiled it out. No, no spoilers. Well, just well you, know, <laughs> no, but you know the way they take these pictures. And Spoiler they, alert. They make people yeah, think yeah. that they're in certain areas and no, they're of not. Course. You might never see John in King's Landing. But maybe he is gone down there. Maybe they've taken about, two dragons. What about what we saw, you know, when we were <laughs> yeah. in Belfast? I know. Do we need to... You got very excited. No, someone, yeah. I'm only, actually, I'm only someone, realizing. Someone actually tweeted us about spoiling the show. Yeah. Um, so we're not going. We're going to. We're going to leave that out now. Okay. But, but they're all. Th- we, we we can say that they're just theories. Like they're we, theories. we, we what no we idea saw, what, what we happens. saw. But that could just be. They could have left that out to to. Very uh, easily. They could have definitely left no, that out to send a, people in the wrong a, direction. They're going to uh, like a real extreme just to throw off a few media people off the scent. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't when you look know. people don't know like how, people don't know what we're referring to here. Let's just leave it for now. <laughs> <laughs> Cryptic Andy. Enjoy. What I think might happen is that the battle is going to start, right? And as John said, he thinks that if he kills the Night King straight away, they'll all die. And he thinks they'll save it by doing that. John will go looking for the Night King, but like he's not here. And they'll cop it. And then John will go, will John fly on a dragon to... To, like, to King's Landing. Do you think that'll happen? I don't think they'll chase him. I think they'll have to deal with the dead out of there. Okay. Mm. John has a habit of running now. Regroup. John has a habit of running and heading 500 miles away from where he's supposed to be. 
He's done it a few times in season six and seven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I honestly don't. I've done I so that's much the great thing about it. Yeah, that's the great thing about and I, it. And like when people are saying to us about spoilers, we genuinely don't. I'm a clue. No, we don't know what's going on. I don't, anyway. This man might. Yeah. You have a pretty good <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Um, anybody at home with your theories and ideas? Yes, yeah, I'm Text us. Tweet yeah. us. Tweet us. At off, so off the wall underscore GOT. We'll read out some of the best ones next week. Um, okay, enjoy episode three. We'll be back with you next Monday night uh, to talk through it. Thanks a million to Discover Northern Ireland. Head to discovernorthernireland.com for more information about their Game of Thrones tours. And you can catch us on Spotify and on all off the ball social network channels. So enjoy and see you next week. <laughs>